This is a podcast from Rover. Welcome back into Rex, the Sunday edition. Hamish Mackay and Rebecca Greaves, your team. Well, it's been, of course, at the forefront of pretty much everything we've talked about for the last couple of weeks. And there's certainly been some uh, heavy lifting to be done following the devastation of a cyclone, Gabriel. Somebody who has the machinery to undertake that is Mark Law, who operates uh, out of Fokatani, the Kahu helicopters and flies the country's only Blackhawk helicopter and has been certainly much uh, at the coalface. Uh, Mark, thank you very much uh, for joining us. Um, gee, what's your last couple of weeks been like? Yeah, no, you're welcome. Thanks, Hamish, for having us on. Um, yeah, it's been uh, hectic. Um, we just finally uh, stopped yesterday as the rain settled in. We've just taken a day today uh, and then back into it. But, um, yeah, it's at a, a, a pretty high tempo, as uh, as as we all know, um, but uh, particularly for the helicopter operators and particularly for us, um, you know, just uh, supporting uh, all the outlying areas um, in the, the Hawke's Bay all the way up to uh, Ruritoria, and uh, back down towards Waipak. Yeah, so what sort of things have you been mainly busy at? What sort of, uh, where is the Blackhawk, I guess, uh, and it's such a beast of a machine, being so m- most useful? Yeah, it's, um, uh, it's uh, we're based out of Hastings. Uh, we were down there for some other work, and um, so it's uh, worked out uh, well once we finally got it out of a flooded hangar. Um, but its primary oh role has been just moving um, a lot of uh, food and supplies internally um, really quickly. So um, we can sort of, depending on the load and configuration and that, we're sort of getting between sort of two to three tonne uh, of product, uh, mostly uh, food, water uh, and all the other supplies, um, huge amounts for Tato Tato and foodstuffs. So um, they are going into Wairoa, uh, Tokamaru, Gisborne, Ruatoria, um, and that, that's probably our primary areas that we're um, just transporting um, food and uh, other supplies into. Um, we can get a, it's, it's because of its uh, sort of uh, clean configuration inside without the seats and all the bulkheads in there, um, it's really easy to load by hand or by forklift um, different items into it. Um, we been flying a lot of generators, so packed generators, um, donated generators internally, fuel and everything, gas, the stuff that um, it just needs to you know, keep the rural community going and also the small little settlements. Um, and then we've been uh, lifting um, things like trailers um, that might be configured for rapid response, um, all different weights of generators up to 2.7 2. tonne. Um, we moved some stuff for a power company, took one of their Hiluxes out of one area into another so they could free up some asset and um, flying diggers in to uh, assist power companies to um, with uh, um, um, electrical, like the ladder power uh, instabilities and things like that to so they can access it with some heavy machinery. Yeah. So that's probably the primary role. It must be a hell of a piece of kit if it can move a digger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's an animal. Yeah, it's absolutely, um, you know, it was designed well um, just to do a lot of mahi, you know, a lot of work, and uh, it really is um, that, in, and it's really coming to its own down in Hawke's Bay. It's yeah. just thinking it'll be in its element. Um, Mark, I'm from Hawke's Bay originally, and my family farm there, and they've, they've been cut off and um, things, but nowhere near, obviously, as bad as some other, other places. From the air, you know, how bad is it? How bad does it look? Because I imagine you get quite a unique perspective on the land and and what's happened to it. You know, how can you describe for us 
what it's like looking down at it? Yeah, well, from uh, as an aviator, you know, we've been flying around there for sort of um, 30 years uh, throughout New Zealand and, and, and a lot down the Hawke's Bay. And um, I think that the most, um, um, the, the thing that really affects all of us the most is probably just the devastation to the rural community, also to the urban as well. But the rural community is, just got uh, it's got so much asset and and um, and it's got so much production. It's it's been around a long, long time, um, but the, the the floods have really devastated um, the you know the valleys and the woolsheds and the roading and the mm. fences, and um, it's just uh, that it takes a lifetime to to build such a place like a farm. And, uh, and, and a rural community. And um, I think that's the devastation that we see, which is pr- probably the hardest hitting. Mm. Um, and, and all those places are just so far away from immediate um, assistance. And, um, and, it, and, and it requires a certain skill, experience um, to rebuild farms. Or, and so, you know, that's not dime a dozen like you might have uh, available in town. So, no, nah, it's, it's truly... It's truly destructive. It's uh, it's quite sad to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. um, you know, there's a uh, it's just a lot of lot of debris and a lot of silt um, that's going to make that really hard. You know, yeah. for a lot of people to clean up. Yeah. yeah, I bet people are very grateful when you arrive with your supplies. Yeah, yeah, they really are. Um, and you know what it's like if you've been out hunting or camping away and you're you're without you know the good old amenities that you're normally used to and and someone turns up with a pie or in their case food and water and yeah. gas and to get you going and, and someone from the outside to let you know what's that up because you know there's no comms or no internet it's um yeah it's a it's a nice feeling for everyone you know yeah. to pass on and say good day yeah. and have a chat yeah mark i bet you're 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 a bit you're a, you know look um in terms of providing comfort, and I love your description of the black hawk. It's an animal. People, there must be people who look at it and go, "Thank goodness!" Or you know, this, you know, they get the enormity of the situation when they see uh, a black hawk flying around. But uh, also, I know that if I was on the ground and saw you up there, I'd take comfort from that. And no doubt, there's a lot of people that do. Yeah, no, you're right, Hamish. And um, you know, the black hawk, fortunately, is sort of, um, you know. It's, it's, Everyone knows that, you know, it's quite an iconic aircraft. Yeah. It's a bit like a, it's got a certain brand. Oh, we might have lost Mark there, have we? Oh, that's all right. He's he, he's a busy man. He could be he could be called out at any time. Remembering uh, just a little bit more about. Oh, you got you got your back there, Mark. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, you're just saying it's a, a, yeah, it's an iconic brand. You were saying the Black Hawk. Yeah, it's a really iconic brand. Um, I think the Black Hawk, it's, uh, everyone knows it from films and uh, it's served all around the world. And so um, people know it as a bit of a chariot, you know, that uh, it's either getting someone into trouble or out and mostly out of trouble. And so if it's flying around in a commercial sense, um, it's probably going to be helpful. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's got a real distinct noise, really distinct look. It's super fast. And um, and it's been really, really well received by everyone. Um, I think just because of what it can actually do, and uh, and how how much um, you can affect people's lives or communities' um, situations by what you can carry either underslung or inside. Yeah. So um, yeah, no, it's a tremendous asset. Yeah, fantastic. Hey, thank you for the. Uh the wonderful work that uh, you're doing there and uh, all the other pilots and, um, you know, because you take some fairly 
you know, calculated risks to do the job that you do, and we really appreciate it, Mark, and uh, let you get back to having a little bit of a break before we get back to the coalface. Much appreciated. Thank you, Mark, yep. for everything you're doing. Yes. Nah, no problems. Thank you. Cheers for the time. There we go. There we go. That is uh, Mark Law out of Fokatani there, just uh, home for a quick 24 hours uh, just to catch up with the family. He'll be back down there in the Hawke's Bay in the, in the wider region, uh, getting that black hawk to... You know, to love that bit, an animal. I, you know, describing your, your helicopter as an And it is. It's, it must be... I, I know what I'd be like anyway if I saw it sort of coming in and... Um, you know, he's a guy who, well, we, well we, know, he, we know the name Mark Law with uh, White Island. We don't need to get, you know, he did an yeah. amazing job. and Yeah, he's a, like, he's yeah. a true, when you yeah. know he's coming, um, yeah. it, what did he say? It's a bit of a chariot, and yeah. I liked that. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Making, he's made me feel a bit teary, actually, so yeah, I just, yeah. you know, <laughs> a moment. All good, you're allowed a moment. Yeah, Julia Jones said, you're as loud as many bloody moments as you like. Right, we'll take a, a break here on Rex and back shortly.